Hello everyone! Today I wanted to talk about dealing with injuries and how to minimize weight gain while injured. Now I have been working out for just over four and a half years and had my fair share of injuries related to working out but also just to living life and you know moving couches doing all those kinds of things where you're like oh shoot doing that really hurts now and oh my gosh guys I get how much of a challenge this can be and how demoralizing it can be to have to deal with an injury and to allow your body to recover and rest and so this podcast is going to be talking about what to do and how to maintain your weight while you are taking a break from training. So realistically, when it comes to injuries, I think it's super important to know that when you ask for help from someone, and I get lots of DMs saying, hey, I've injured myself doing X, what should I do? How should I train? I am not a doctor. I'm not a physiotherapist. I am not a registered massage therapist. I am not someone who you should be asking for injury advice from. And I don't mean this as a sense of judgment or something that, oh, I don't want to help you. I don't ever want to do you a disservice by saying, oh, you injured your hamstring, you should do this. The only people you should be taking advice from with regards to injuries is a person who has seen you in real life, who has examined you, who has reviewed your injury, has asked you what hurts, what doesn't hurt, what are you able to do? And that's the person you should be getting advice from. I've had people say, oh, I just had, you know, knee surgery. What exercises can I do? I don't know. What did your doctor tell you you can do? What hurts? What doesn't hurt? These are questions for a professional who has seen you. I really want to drive that point home because I know people are asking this question to me and other people online, and most of us are not qualified to answer that question. And I don't ever want someone to be coming out of, you know, any kind of injury and making things worse because they listen to someone online. And so I really, really want to drive that point home. That being said, when you do have an injury, speak to a professional, let them assess you and move forward from there. When is a good time to speak to a professional? Well, that depends on you personally. I tend to be more stubborn and more often than not, I suck things up a little bit longer than I should. And then it bites me in the butt later. And I go, shoot, you know what? If I had just addressed this sooner, I'd be so much further ahead now. And this is the one that's really important in your training to be honest with yourself, to not be a, I like to call myself a meathead. I don't mean this in a derogatory way. I love lifting weights. I love training. And so I'm saying that with a, as a term of endearment, but I love going to the gym and I love working out. And so sometimes I make the mistake of going a little bit further than I should and not, not honoring how my body's feeling. And this is why I always tell people it's not no pain, no gain. If there's pain, you need to assess why is there pain? Can I do something about that pain? Is my body body letting me know something isn't going well and I need to fix that? There's a difference between 
being tired of wanting to give up and being in pain and being able to differentiate between those two is really important for the longevity of your training and activity levels. And I say this as someone who has not always listened to my body, but it is crucial to stop if something is hurting and to reassess what you're doing. Maybe look at your form. What can you do? Do you need to stretch something? Do you need to see someone about that? And coming back from injuries, the same thing goes. If you are trying to do a program or something and saying, hey, you know what? This doesn't feel very good. I'd say go to your doctor, go to your physiotherapist and say, this is what I would like to do. Do you think I can do this? Are there any modifications I should use? I'm always happy to give modifications to people doing my programs saying, hey, you know what? I can't do um, jump lunges. They really hurt my knee. Okay, not a problem. What about substituting those for A or B? And I think it is always important to know that there should not be any shame associated with needing modifications. You are not superior because you don't need modifications. If anything, I think it's brave for people to say, hey, you know what? This isn't quite at my level. What can I do instead of this? There's nothing wrong with that. Jump lunges after a certain point hurt my knees too. It's why I stopped doing BBG. Can I do them once a week? Absolutely. But there are some days when I might go, you know what? I have not done enough of my stretching and rehab work that I'm skipping that exercise this week. And that's okay. It doesn't make you weak. It doesn't make you less of an athlete. It makes you smart. It makes you someone who thinks long term. And so when it does come to injuries, listen to your body, listen to your professionals. Now, with regards to how to maintain your weight while injured, I think it's really important to address the issue of people come to me and say, oh, um, what's the best exercise for weight loss? And I'm going to say, you know what? The best exercise for weight loss is, is paying attention to what you're eating. I have a variety of nutrition clients, and I've worked with a lot of different women over the years. Some of them have come to me injured, have come to me waiting for big surgeries where they cannot train, where they cannot work out, and they've still made progress and lost weight or maintained their weight. And so this is where nutrition is a really big component of this. And I think not everyone realizes how important nutrition is until they're going, huh, I can't walk around because I'm on crutches for the next six weeks. Is that going to impact my eating? Probably. It probably will impact your eating because chances are you're not going to be walking as much as usual. You're not going to be training in the same way as usual. And as a result, you're not burning as many calories as usual. And this is where the healthy habits that we should be working to really focus on, like honoring your hunger, eating only when you're hungry, chewing your food, making sure you're hydrated, all those kinds of things is really important. Those things pay off no matter what your goals are. Because if you are not in touch with your hunger cues and are not sure when to eat, whether or not you are working out or not, it's going to be a challenge. And so this is where I'd say, take the time, even if you're injured and can't work out, to focus on that. Should you be eating if you're not hungry? No. And as someone who I am currently training, I am currently active, 
But I will tell you, my hunger levels change greatly from day to day. And so when people ask, how many calories do you eat? I say, I have no idea. We are right now home in quarantine due to all the COVID-19 stuff going on. But um, because I'm not going to the gym, I'm not lifting as heavy as usual because I don't have the same access to weights and barbells and everything. My appetite some days is less. And like normally what I try to do is I do intermittent fasting where I won't eat for say um, 15 to 16 hours. I'll fast for those 15 to 16 hours and I'll eat most of my meals in an eight or nine hour period of time. But I do listen to my hunger and I'm not just going to eat breakfast for the sake of eating breakfast. And so last week, there was one day when I was super busy. I wasn't really hungry because I'd had a lot of food the day before, but I didn't have my first meal till 4.30 p.m. I just wasn't hungry. It wasn't because I was starving myself. It wasn't because I was depriving myself. I just wasn't hungry. So this is the thing where the next day I ate my first meal at noon, which is more reasonable and more like a normal time for me. But I think it's crazy when we kind of think that, oh, I should have this many calories. So that means I should have that many calories every single day. No, we do different things every single day. I walk different amounts of steps every single day. Some days I sleep better. Some days I sleep less. Some days I do more cardio. Some days I lift heavier. Some days I'm, I'm lazy and I hardly do anything at all. And so you cannot expect to need exactly the same amount of food every single day. And this is why that listening to your hunger is so important, whether or not you are injured, but especially when you are injured, because the reality is if you are injured and moving less, you are also going to likely need less food. And I don't mean this in that you should be starving yourself or depriving yourself greatly of calories. But I mean, if you were just to listen to your body, you might find you go, huh, I'm not as hungry as usual, which really shouldn't be a surprise because you likely aren't moving as much as usual if you were someone who was quite active prior to your injury. And so I'd say, don't make it about calories. Don't make it about macros. Make it about your hunger. And when hunger does come, prioritize your protein, prioritize your vegetables, And you really do want to prioritize your protein because you want to make sure you're preserving the muscle that you have built. If you are in a large calorie deficit, which I'm not recommending, but if you are ever in a calorie deficit, you always also want to make sure you're prioritizing protein because when you are in a deficit, your body is going to break down your muscles and your fat and all those kinds of things in order to sustain itself. If you have a diet high enough for protein, you're going to be encouraging it to use that fat, your fat stores, as opposed to breaking down your muscle in order to sustain itself. And so a high protein diet, no matter how you choose to eat, whether it's, you know, vegetarian or vegan, same thing, you still want to be prioritizing protein. And I'm not just saying this because everyone says it, it's actually true. There's a lot of research that does support this. So no matter your injury, please remember that you can still maintain your weight. You still can work towards your goals. 
It is obviously more difficult if you're not able to be as active, but don't discount things like, okay, you can't go to the gym. You can't lift heavy. Can you go for a walk? That's still a huge thing. That's still going to make a really big difference for you long-term. Instead of going to the gym for 60 minutes, go for a 60 minute walk. Something is usually better than nothing. And I say usually because if you're injured, there's going to be some cases where less is more. But this is where you need to speak to your professional, talk to your doctor, your physiotherapist, and find out what is best for you personally and move forward with the bigger picture in mind. Sure, you might be out of commission for four to six weeks, but after that, what is going to serve you the best in terms of getting back to where you want to be? Doing any kind of exercises you're given, taking it easy, resting, doing your rehab stuff, and always eating well. Because our nutrition definitely impacts our overall physique and how we're feeling. So please do not discount that. Physique change is 70 to 80% nutrition. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you can follow me on Instagram for more nutrition tips and workouts. My Instagram handle is at justget.fit. Or you can email me and apply for one-on-one nutrition coaching. My email address is nikki at justget.fit. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast so you don't miss any episodes.